What up, what up, people? Keith London coming at you with another segment of the Roller Agenda. This is actually season two, the second segment of season two. Um, right now, this is the second segment of season two. This will probably premiere for April 26, 20. So when you hear this, it should be April 26, 20. Right now, it's April 14th. It's the release date of Pigeon Kings. I'm going to talk about that a little bit too. Um, right now, I'm going to talk about... Um, let me talk about Pigeon Kings first. So you guys understand, Pigeon Kings was not made to be a documentary that's telling you about the pigeons. It's more of a documentary telling you of the life of pigeon fasters and what we go through as pigeon fasters. Um, the work it takes, the ups, the downs, the legal things we go through, some of the stuff we go through just to have our pigeons and try to remain competitive at the same time and draw our pigeons. Um, struggles with family and all that kind of friends and so on. That's what it's really about. Um, it's a documentary to let people outside of the pigeon community know what we, we go through. We all know what we go through, but it's mostly for the people outside of the pigeon community. Had we made it just about the pigeons and just for pigeon people, we wouldn't have got the reviews we got in other states. We went to other states, and every state we went to, it was, it was majority people that didn't have pigeons, and they loved it. And that's what we were trying to do capture that. And, and we succeeded. Got a few awards and nominations for, you know, nominations, but, you know, that's that. That's Pigeon Kings. You guys gonna see it. If you haven't seen it by now, you can get it on iTunes, you can get it on Spectrum, Google Play, Voodoo, Amazon Prime, YouTube, Fandango Now, and Microsoft. So you can go all the venues and you can get it. And you can pre-order it from Target. I'm not sure if Walmart is selling it or not. I know Target is. Not in store. So just order it online. But right now we're doing almost damn near everything online. Okay. Hold on, I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Now it's time to get into what I what the episode is really about. This episode is about pedigrees. Are pedigrees good, bad, useful? Okay, pedigrees are not good and they're not bad. It's just how you use them. That's what they are. Pedigrees are a tool list of the lineage of the birds and everything. Now, pedigree could be more valuable if they have more information on the birds in question or the parents or grandparents, great-grandparents. So, this is how I see it. Pedigrees right now at this time only include band numbers and colors or they'll say it's a 40 foot champion okay what championship did it win I'm just asking you put champion so what champion of what so if you're gonna put champion you gotta put champion of said fly champion of said competition that's what it should say not just cause you think it's a champion it's a champion it don't work that way Champion, best individual in this fly. Champion, spinner in this fly. Champion, spinner 
This kid flew in my champion kit three years. I mean, that kind of information we're going to need to hear. We're going to need to see. When they're developed, was, was it smooth development? Did it come in, come in smoothly? Or did they have problems coming in? Did it bump a few times when I was young? I mean, if you're going to give people the information, give them the information. See, when you give people the full information, it, don't, it, it, don't, it does not, not sell, uh, necessarily stop the sale. It gives people the map or the information he needs to breed the bird successfully. So if you tell a bird, it was a 40-foot champion, rolled perfect, did all this thing, but you didn't tell them that it, it didn't kit when they first started flying. The first couple of weeks, it didn't win kit. Or when it started spinning, it flew above the kit. Or when it started spinning, it, it came down early. That's what people need to know. See, if they know that, now they can say, hmm, so this bird had problems with this, so I'm gonna put it with this bird. See, that's the concept. Don't worry about the sale. The sale's gonna take place most time either, whether you say it or not, most of the time. But but people need to know that kind of stuff. Not so they know what they're getting, so they know why this is happening. So you won't get the bird and say, Man, these babies keep flying on the kit, but they stated it, it's in the pedigree, it said that that bird did it. So there's a possibility that this young can do it. But nobody's gonna do it because like I said, that right there might stop, might stop the sale, but most likely it won't, but it might stop the set. I'm just saying. So, uh, what use, what use is, oh, this bird, 396 red check badge, okay. What about 396 red check badge? What about it? Flown, unflown, two years, three years, one year, six months, I mean, Give us some information. Put, put the information on pedigree. I'm, I'm, I'm right now. I'm trying to design my pedigree so I can put all that on it. Where it's more room to put more notes, so people can know what they really get. Actually, there is enough room already because I've seen a mercy pedigree and it said champion of so many mile race, third runner up in this race or third place in this race. I mean, you get an idea what you come what you're getting. From this strain, the champion strain, or whatever it's called. So, pedigrees should include fly records, minimum quality, maximum quality, regularity or lack of, care sensitivity level, one through five, kidding, achievements, awards, and competitions. It should include all that if. Really, that's what, if you're going to put it in pedigree, that's what it should say. You have all that information on there. If it's a breeder, did it produce any champions? Is it a ROM bird? ROM is Register of Merit. That means it produced champions. A bird that was a champion. Like, okay, this bird is a champion of this show, and then it produced a bird that was a champion of the show. Or this bird is a champion individual spinner, and it produced a champion individual spinner. We gotta get that serious now with our birds. We really need to get that serious. Get that information down. We should try to do that. We really should. Or any information the person might need that might serve to be useful for them when they try to breed the bird. Um, let's see, pedigree. So should we use pedigrees or not? Are pedigrees a valuable tool? If they got all the information I said, they're valuable. Like I tell guys, 
a pedigree, if you don't, you don't know what all the birds in the background stand for, while you're in the pedigree, there's no numbers. You can see the bird fly. Okay, the great-grandfather. Great-grandfather was a 30-foot bullet. Flew two years in such and such kit. Never had a problem landing or coming out. Excellent kit bird, good, good, good sensitivity. Now that's some stuff you might know. Okay, I know that because good. How frequent was it? Oh, maybe three, two, two times a minute. Two or three times a minute. Two times a minute is not, it's frequent, but it's not really that frequent. Twice in, in a minute. Every 30 seconds. 30, roll, then wait 30 seconds and roll again. Six seconds gone. Twice. 30 seconds is a long time. Can you count 1,001, 1,002, 1,003? That's a long time. I'm just saying. So what information do we really need? Three times a minute? Four times a minute? I mean, whatever you're going to put, you got to put it down just so people can get the idea of what they really, really have. Breeder. Okay, British Bird in 2016... I only got a chance to fly three three babies. The first one came in about 25, 30 feet. Uh, was a good smooth roller, maybe twice a minute. The other next mate was about um, 10, 15 feet, three, three, four times a minute. Excellent speed and style. I mean, that stuff the pedigree's gotta say. They gotta say that. Jack Nett used to put some pretty good information on his um on this pedigree, he is a five to 20 feet champion. Excellent frequency, excellent style. I mean, he's right there kind of stuff on his pedigrees. And that's stuff we got people make to make pedigrees worth anything. So a pedigree is good, they can be if they get the right information. Are they bad? If you breed just by pedigree without knowing anything about the birds, it can be horrible. Like, I do think birds value weigh on how many times a, a certain bird is on the pedigree. But if the, bird, if the people don't know nothing about that bird, don't know what that bird is, as far as his performance traits and producing traits, if people don't know that, his heat level, if people don't know that, they don't, they having that bird 10 times on the pedigree don't mean anything. I'm just saying. So, I already want to talk about his pedigrees. We talked about pedigrees. And that's it about the pedigrees. I have no more, nothing more to say about the pedigree. That's pretty much it. If there's anything else you want to know, give me a holler. 323 762 3909. Or email me, author kl.london at gmail.com. Author is A U T H O R K L dot L O N D O N at gmail.com that's me Keith London with that being said I'm going to get off here for the night and I'll talk to you guys real soon Keith London Roller Agenda out